Greetings and welcome to the Circuit Rider broadcast. We're continuing our study now in dispensations. We've come to a point now to where we're at the second dispensation. And uh, we call this second dispensation the dispensation of conscience. Now when we really look at the idea of conscience, conscience, why, why it, uh, it is like this. Uh, conscience is a knowledge of good and evil, and by your conscience, you know, it is you judge and weigh the matter out and make your decision. Now, the idea of this is, is we got to understand and realize here a lot of things that are taking place. For example, uh, they had no Bible. Uh, you know, there were several things that took place here. Uh, there was an, an incident here. As we get into uh, Genesis and chapter 4, why it says here in verse 1, And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. She bare, uh, again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Abel, he also brought the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel. Now, respect means when you look up these words, you're going to know as we go along and I do our studies, I always tell our people, I mean, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, within the uh, the Bible that we have, this AV 1611, the King James Bible. Uh, I always recommend getting an 1828 Webster's Dictionary uh, for the idea of the English language, which it even quotes uh, verses of Scripture for de uh, uh, a defining of a word. But the idea of it is, is many times we think we know what the definition of the word is, but a lot of times when you look up the word and you study why that word will pop out at you and give you thoughts that you weren't, weren't even thinking that applies to the scripture. Now, think about this. Uh, as we just read this, why Abel, uh, he also brought the firstling of the flock, of his flock, and uh, of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Now, the word respect means favor high regard. So think about this right here in just what we read here in these four verses of scripture here. Why you understand and realize that, I mean, when God looked down and he looked at the offering that Abel uh, offered unto the Lord, and by the way, what was it? It was a firstling of the flock and the fat thereof that was shed blood. Why it was an offering uh, of a lamb. And the idea of it is, is the Lord had respect. But look at here, Cain, and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Now the idea of it is, is he did not have any high favor or regard uh, to Cain's offering. By the way, what was the difference between Abel's offering and Cain's offering? Well, first of all, Abel, there had to be bloodshed. Uh, we understand all throughout the scriptures, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Somehow, some way, uh, here in this particular juncture, 
we know that there was a communication with the Lord. And uh, why, do you know what? There had to be blood shed. Now, obviously, in Cain, what was his offering? Why, we know that Cain, when you study the scripture in verse 2, he was a tiller of the ground. Why, it was what he labored, what he offered, what he gave, what he worked for. Do you get the point? I mean, listen, when you go out here and you labor and you uh, 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 got to till the ground and you got to plant the seed and you got to hoe, you got to weed, you got to fertilize, you got to do, you, do you get the point? You, you, you got to for the garden to grow. You got to water it, make sure the water is there. Why, look what it says here, Cain and to his offering, he had not respect and Cain was very wroth. And his countenance fell. Now, verse 6 says, And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? In verse 7, and by the way, this is going to be number one of conscience. What was the responsibility? Why, it said, If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Why, I want you to really look with me as what we just read in verse 7. Number one, if thou doest well. Why, that right there was one of the responsibilities. Why, the responsibility uh, in the dispensation of conscience was the idea of this. Uh, do good. Do well. And number two, the blood sacrifice. Amen. Why, Abel right here, uh, he offered uh, the lamb. And the, uh, the idea of that is, is it was a blood sacrifice. And then when we learn and read in verse 7, if thou doest well, that's the Lord speaking, shalt thou not be accepted? Now the idea of it is, and it says, if thou doest not well, sin... And by the way, there is what we call in the scriptures the law first mentioned. This is the first time that sin is mentioned. And it says, sin lieth at the door. And looky here in the remaining portion of that sentence. Why, this is another sentence that goes right after sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Now that is really, really interesting here. We got to understand and look at this thing about Cain. When we looked at that verse in verse 7, where it says, if thou doest well, shall not thou be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Now here's the, the idea with sin. You know, Cain was really why he, his trouble was uh, sin trouble. Why, when we quote many verses of Scripture here and we look at these verses, for example, the Bible says all unrighteousness is sin. The Bible says sin is the transgression of the law in 1 John. Why, the idea of it is, is the, you know, when we see that, that's the definition of the word sin. It's the overstepping, transgression of the law. 
Uh, it, in other words, it's, uh, you know, and then you got another verse, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Why a high look and a proud heart. And it says, the plowing of the wicked is sin. The scripture says, the thought of foolishness is sin. I mean, we could go on and quote verse after verse after verse, scripture after scripture, about the word sin. But here, the idea of this is, is that I want you to look at this, what it says, and unto thee shall be, and I want you to look at the word, his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Now, the thing about this is, is that we can take this two ways. And we can look at the idea about where sin came from and the idea of how it was uh, introduced. Uh, we knew that from the first dispensation. We understand that uh, what took place. Now, uh, the Bible says, Wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. So death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. It's in our nature. It's in our flesh. I mean, the idea of it is, is that we are going to deal with this. We're already getting taught over here in Genesis uh, chapter 4, the idea about sin. And the idea about how uh, the devil uh, is right there, I mean, and flats it right in your face. And uh, we've got to look at these things. Now, I'm going to continue on here. I've got so much to do, and I'm really, really, I, don't, I know that I'm not going to be able to get all of this here in this broadcast. But the idea of it is, is that, you know, when we're looking at the idea of conscience here, conscience, uh, see, here in this particular time period, uh, you know, is obviously the standard of human conduct. I mean, it was the standard by which man accused or excused themselves. Now, where do we get that from? Look, if you would, with me in the book of Romans, or write this down, and you can go ahead and look at it later on. Uh, we're going along with our message here. Somebody has already told me that I'm very fast, and I can't write the verses. Well, the idea of it is, is write the verses of Scripture down, and uh, listen to it over and over again, and then go and uh, open the Scriptures. Now, in Romans chapter 2 and verse 15, I want you to look at this. Now, I said Romans chapter 2 verse 15. It says this. I'm going to begin reading in verse 14. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience. Here's the word conscience. Also bearing witness and their thoughts. The meanwhile... And here's what conscience does. Excusing or else excusing. Accusing or else excusing. One another. Now the idea of it is, is this. You know, when we look at these kind of things about conscience, why back here, that's how uh, man at this particular time period, in this dispensation of conscience... That's how man did. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at this thing here, and we're going to kind of read down through here and see what took place. Why we understand about how what happened here with Cain uh, and Abel. Cain talked with Abel, his brother. Came to pass when they were in the field. Cain rose up 
against Abel his brother and slew him. You know what that was? I mean that that was a that was sin, and then the idea of it is is that Cain, why and didn't God warn him right there in verse seven? If thou doest well, thou shall not be accepted. But if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Now here's the idea, Cain. I mean, that got to Cain. He let it get to him about what happened and how God didn't accept his offering, but he accepted Abel's. Now, you see, the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know, I, I know not. Am, am, uh, am I my brother's keeper? And he said, uh, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground, and, and now art thou cursed from the earth which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. So, uh, why the idea of it is, and when thou tillest the ground, uh, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. By the way, did you see how that is? Just, just a note. Why did you notice how the earth is called her? Uh, and thus you have men call it Mother Nature. Why, and then Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, uh, thou hast rid me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I uh, be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond. Again, here we go. The law first mentioned. What is a fugitive? A fugitive in the definition is unstable. Uh, flees from duty. Uh, why is hard to be caught? That's a fugitive and uh, a vagabond. A vagabond is somebody that's a wanderer, moves from place to place uh, in the earth. And it shall come to pass that every one that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be uh, taken on him sevenfold. The Lord said, A mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. Now there was a mark upon Cain. We'll get into that later on. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod in the east uh, of Eden. And Cain knew his wife and uh, she conceived and bare Enoch. And he builded a city and called the name of that city after the name of his son Enoch. Now this is the first city and it's in the land of Nod. And then, why you read all of this down through here, and then, why all of a sudden, why in verse 25, Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For God said, she hath appointed me uh, another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. So Seth, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began, I want you to underline this, mark this if you have a marker, then began man to call upon the name of the Lord. Now note, there is now a righteous line that comes from Seth. Uh, God appoints another seed. It says, instead of Abel. Why, what is that talking about? The idea of instead. In verse 25, the word instead, that means to replace. Why, Seth replaced uh, Abel here. Abel was the righteous line. Now, I want you to grab a hold of these words that I'm saying here. And as we go ahead and read down through that, I'm not going to read all down through there, but I want you to look at this thing as we look at the line of Seth. All throughout there in, uh, in chapter 
uh, 5 here. We look down from 4 uh, all the way down here. And I want you to look, if you would, uh, in uh, verse 21. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. Well, we know who Methuselah is. Uh, why look that up and see who, uh, you know, uh, lived uh, why and uh, was uh, Methuselah was uh, the oldest man or lived the, the longest period of time but I want you to look at verse 22 Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters and it says this and Enoch walked with God verse 24 and he was not for God took him that is so we use that we love to we love to quote that multitudes of time why because of the idea that Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. That's a type and it's a picture of the rapture. Amen. I mean, in other words, we're going along, we're living our life, and all of a sudden, why the trump of God's going to sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first, we which are alive remain, shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Do you know where that verse of Scripture is? I quoted you a few verses of Scripture there. Why, we understand that in 1 Corinthians in chapter 15, we have a picture of the rapture. We understand also that in the book of 1 Thessalonians in chapter 4, we have a picture of the rapture of the church, the verses of Scripture that describe the rapture of the church. You say, uh, preacher, uh, I had this happen to me the other day. Why, you don't find rapture in the church, so how can you say that? Well, you know what? Rapture is a word that defines what that's all about. So if you want me to use the word taken away, you know, I mean, uh, you know, that's what's going to take place. Now, you know what you ought to do? You ought to get into the Word of God and you'd be studying about the idea of what the truth of the matter is. Amen. Now, we're going to continue on. Uh, the, the conscience, the age of conscience. Now, you know, the idea of this is about this uh, uh, conscience here. This time period is from the idea of when the you know Cain and Abel all the way over to the end of the universal flood now what really happened uh, in this uh, time period in this uh, uh, dispensation of conscience and what took place now did you see this the idea of it is is remember as we described this in uh, uh, Genesis chapter 4 and verse 7. I mean, it was blood sacrifice and do good. Amen. What was the failure? Well, they became extremely wicked. Why, do you remember what happened there with Cain and where Cain was and what was going and, and what was taking place? Now, we had two different lines here now. And uh, you see, the idea of it is, as we look at verse 29, uh, why, uh, and verse 28, Lamech, lived 180 and two years and begat a son and he called his name Noah saying this same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because the ground which the Lord hath cursed and we got to understand something here remember the the uh, the the curses the remember what took place when God absolutely uh, uh, when man sinned why it was all the way to the ground I mean, it was all the way to the idea that, I mean, there was a lot of things that happened. Uh, and so, why look what had happened, in, in, uh, and we're going to go to uh, um, Genesis in chapter 6. And it came to pass that when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, 
and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took uh, them wives of all which they chose. Now, who are the sons of God? Now, I mean, I don't have a lot of time to go into a lot of study about this, but I want you to see the idea about the sons of God and who they were. Now, the title of the sons of God, you know, it doesn't have the same meaning in the Old Testament that it has in the New. In the New Testament, it applies to those who have uh, become the sons of God by the new birth. Why we look at that and realize that, I'm going to give you a verse of Scripture. John chapter 1, verse 12, I quote it multitudes of time. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, you got several other verses of Scripture. Why, in Romans and uh, chapter 8 and verse 14, we'll begin reading there, where it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again into fear, but you have received the spirit of uh, adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth with our spirit that we are the children of God. And again, also, as we look at Galatians in chapter 4 and verse 6, where it says, And because ye are the sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. You see, you're a son. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 and 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now you see, in the New Testament, you see, that is a reference to you and I, if you've received Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. John chapter 1, verse 12, and many other verses of Scripture. But the idea of it is, in the Old Testament, it applied to the angels. Uh, Why we get this here in Genesis chapter 6. We also, in Job chapter 1 and verse 6, Job chapter 2 and verse 1, and Job chapter 38 verse 7, why you see the sons of God, why that are meeting with God, and those were the angels. You see... And uh, the idea of it is, is what took place here is you have a thing going on here. Why that the sons of God, why as we got, as we read in the book of Jude and verse 6, where it says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, under the judgment of the great day. Why, you know, the idea of, of this is when we look at these things, what took place over here in Genesis in chapter 6? Why, and it came to pass that when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, the sons of God. Why, these are the fallen angels. Why, they left their ha- first habitation. They looked down there, I mean, and uh, saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wise of all which they chose. And uh, the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, 
for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. Where'd they come from? Why, the idea of the angels coming and having an affair with the women. And the idea of it is, is that, you know what? This was Satan's plan. And uh, what took place here was the idea that the giants in the earth in those days, why, you know, the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, uh, which were of all men of renown. Uh, what is that? Well, I mean, the idea of it is, is these are big, giant, I mean, uh, uh, big men, men of renown, giant men, mighty men. And you see, here's the thing. When we look at this thing, let's look and see what God's attitude was, God's judgment about this. In verse 5, God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. Can you imagine the idea this is? I mean, listen, I mean, God was so angry over the idea of what was taking place that, I mean, the Bible says that it grieved God, that he made man on the earth. Why do you remember, as we read uh, in the introduction of this dispensation, I mean, when we read in Genesis chapter 1, that, I mean, listen, when man was made, uh, I mean, all of this, I mean, it was very good to God. Now, all of a sudden, we've got all of this mess going on. And the idea of this is, is, you know, it's taking place with these fallen angels. It's the idea of man, why choosing uh, you know, to, in the flesh, you know what I mean, to live a life that is not good. Now, I want to give you, you know, when you study this time period out, uh, why? and I looked at this and studied this out and uh, did the research, it's anywhere from 1,600, that's 1,650 to six, uh, 1,680 some years, somewhere thereof. So you get the approximate time period that it took for what happened and what was taking place here with man. And did you know, did you recognize as we read this in uh, chapter 5, why did you notice about how we looked at this business about all of the, the, uh, 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 the, the, um, all of the people and the, the, uh, uh, you know, who begot who and how long they lived. And, I mean, you had Methuselah. I mean, the idea of 980-some years. I, I, I mean, the idea of it is, is uh, uh, you, I, mean, the, I, I mean, you had a long time. I mean, people were, it's not like what it is today. But I'm going to tell you one thing. When you look at this and you see what took place, I mean, let me tell you, man, it grieved the Lord in his heart that he had made man on the earth. Now, obviously, I've run out of time. But, I mean, we're going to go ahead and continue this on the next broadcast. I have so much to say. And uh, we're going to understand about what took place here about Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And the idea of it is, is that what happened with Noah? Uh, what, what took place with Noah? And uh, the idea of this is, is that one day, 
You know, according to the book of Matthew, it says, As in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Until next time, may God help you to see the truth.